Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugs your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I had people vomiting. That's so upsetting. So. Inside or outside? Well, okay, so one time a guy ran out. To, on the first night, three people left, and I was mortified. I was humiliated. But then my tech said, don't worry, they went outside to vomit. And they one of them vomited on the wall outside on all the posters, and two of them made it to the toilet. And then someone, another night, someone vomited into a cup and stayed in the show and then left the cup of vomit behind. Now, that is nice because that means they're enjoying the show so much that they vomited it into a cup. I mean, they're an animal. And if they're, if they're listening, they should be ashamed. Hello, I'm Mika Burns, director and producer of Dave's wonderful Edinburgh Comedy Awards. And welcome to a special mini-series that celebrates 40 years of Dave's Edinburgh Comedy Awards. I got a big question for you that was sent through. What did the award mean to you? When you won, it was so nice and everyone went crazy. I think everybody was like, what? Because, because yes, everybody was like, whoa, <laughs> like that. Everybody was like that. Um, I, um, I think um, it, it, was really, it was really cool. It was really cool also because I did not expect it for a second. So that was, that was extra nice. Um, not for a, not for one second. Um, and then it was, uh, it was nice. I think the best part was that it was such a thorough, it felt like such a thorough judgment process. Is that how you say that? Like the judges were really thorough. There were 10 of them. They came a bunch and I they came a bunch and they came every time and they came to every show. <laughs> That's a lot. Um, that I felt was like, it was a little bit of like a, huh, this is nice. Also, because I feel like it wasn't about the show so much as it was about my person. And that I really appreciate. Because I think my show didn't have, like, it wasn't pristine. What do you mean? As in, like, it wasn't, like, it didn't, like, it wasn't a perfect show. Like, it didn't, it had a bunch of stuff that I would do. And I was like, this isn't good yet. 
and I'm doing it again and again and again. Like the ending, the ending was sort of shitty and I kept doing it. And every time like, I tried to say <laughs> it big, but I knew that I was, I knew it wasn't very good. I was just like, I was just told like, okay, it's not so good by the, the guy that helped me direct it. Um, Jack Monroe, he's very sweet. And he was like, okay, it's not that good, the ending. I was like, I know, it's not that good. He was like, all right, just like sell it like you can't believe. And I just sold it. And like, it was fine, but I knew like the jokes weren't that good. And like the story, like the way that it like came together and I like forced in a call back and I was like, <laughs> but I did it. And then people were nice about it, which is great. Um, and I think that that was the thing that like the newcomer award feels like it's a little bit about like the, the type of person that they feel like they feel like you're going to be good in the future also. And that I really appreciate. I think you're already a bona, a bona fide superstar, if I'm to be honest. Thank you. I think. Thank you. I think you're a bona fide superstar too. I've never I'm said that a, to you, I'm but a, I think I'm an absolute uh, cockroach. I'm the world's <laughs> worst word. But the it's exciting. And a lot of people, I mean, even the other day, someone was quoting your show. Quoting my show? Say that again. This guy, Ky- Kyle. Do you know him? Yeah, yeah. Crazy Flame. He was quoting, he was like, he the bit with the hat. I don't want to spoil it because people are going to be going to see this show. They're going to listen to this podcast mm. and they're going to be going to check it, to check you out at the Soho Theater. You know, the bit with the hat, I was told to cut it. That's my, one of my favorite bits. It's because I say black, I say like, I'm a, people told me I was a person of color and then I was like, oh, so I'm black. And then I do, I mime a hat and I turn it backwards and I go like this. And people were like, that's racist. Cut that. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's not racist because right after I go, they go, no, you're not black. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And, and it's I a throw my hat away. And then I go, what am I? They go, it's a mime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's a lot of mime in my show. Listeners, don't go, go, don't go see Alarico. They show unless it, there's no real hats in the show. Oh, oh, that's for sure. I don't want any expectations about there being any real hat. And I'm going to tell you something. I mind on my hat. It's an ethical show. There's no actual hat. No, no, no. Everything I'm wearing is made from child labor, but I would never have a hat. I wear a hat in my shirt. You you do? It's really small. It's You know the hats that people wear to go and watch the races? <laughs> it's even smaller than that. I actually don't know if it's still there, but I have a very small hat. It's a what? tiny little hat. That's so funny. I love that. <laughs> How small? Like it's, this? Yeah. It's the size. You know that person? You know, like, hmm, I'm trying to think. Uh, even an insect would find this. Small things are my favorite. An insect would find it small. An insect would be like, I don't think this hat's going to fit. <laughs> That's, where'd you find that? Did you make um, it? <laughs> I actually, I um, one of my headlines was wearing the hat. I what had headlines and he was wearing the hat. And he gave it to me when he left. I don't know what a, a headlight means. Headlights? You know, lice in your head? Yeah. Headlights. Yes. <laughs> right, because the thing about me is I don't hear the, the You don't hear S's. So that just sounds like headlights. No, I don't hear them. Not even oh, a little. Oh, wow. So when, yeah, um, I'm sorry. Oh, it's really not a big deal. What <laughs> should you. I say? I'm already. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got to cut that. We're going to cut a lot of this stuff. I... <laughs> We have to cut it because it's offensive. Yeah, like. <laughs> what were your fondest memories of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, Sam? Hey, Sam, what were your fondest memories of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival? I thought you would never ask. I actually, one of my fondest memories is when I rocked up and I discovered, well, my housemates, my flatmates for the month. 
were some very cool, very um, nice people. Name them. Okay, so yeah, 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 Name yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we had some temporary ones. We had Zoe, <laughs> who was only there when I very first arrived, and then we had Hannah at the very end. Very and cool. then we had Diedrich, huge shout out to Diedrich, who's, he was not, I mean, he was often walking around the flat shirtless, um, kind of a cool vibe. Sometimes yeah. shirtless. And he'd always be like, I'm in my head, man. I'm just so in my head, man. <laughs> <laughs> so Diedrich, a young kind of, a young uh, blonde bombshell called Leo Reich, <laughs> one of your other nominees. One of the other nominees. Great show. Oh, big recommend. Big recommend but up here. Not enough to take the prize. My other housemate was Lara Ricote herself. It was you. It was me. The, the girl, girl with you had maybe the biggest room like, I've ever seen. Your room was humongous. I must say. Yeah, it was. And I didn't even pick it. You know, Leo had the choice to pick the first room and he picked his room. But the thing about my room is that it has cars just beeping the whole time underneath. That part wasn't very nice, but I'm hard of hearing, so really didn't matter. But yeah, that was good. I think it's all the the vibe. You know, I hear about people who are staying in like weird flats where they're going through the newspaper and they're like, "Where are my reviews?" and all this kind of crap. But I think we had a, oh. it was a nice flat. Yeah, we all had a good friend. Yeah, I felt kind of like the. A lot of people had a bad friend too. <laughs> <laughs> Can't yeah, forget. Well, I mean, I'm going to throw this question right back at you. Like, um, what was your fondest memory? What are your most treasured memories? <laughs> oh, thank God you asked me that because I was thinking of, of mine right as you were talking the whole time, just just thinking of mine. And I, the house was a really nice one. I had a really good, I had, honestly, honestly, I think, so the house was really good. I love the fact that there was crepes till late. That was really nice. I had a lot of really good chats with a crepe. Um, and I got to meet, um, I got to meet like New York comics that I really liked. And I got to, I love that I got to see shows that I liked more than once. That was really nice for me. I saw Josh Gwank's show that I freaking, and I still don't know if it's Gwank uh, or Gwank. Did you see that one? I know Josh Glance and I think it's, oh my God, I think it's Glance. As in C-E, like you just say it like, you like a glance of the eye. That's everything to you. Glance. <laughs> Well, great. That's that's the one. Uh, Josh Glance, who shared my room with me, and he was on after me. I saw his show twice. It was so oh, wow. good. So funny. Christopher Bliss, I saw twice. I love that show so much. I gave him a solo standing ovation. I saw Chris, I love Christopher Bliss. <laughs> yeah, he's so, he is. You know, I've heard him probably Gentleman of the Fringe. I think he Because I remember his tech. Oh, you were the one that had that award. And well, she said him. that she mentioned him. She's like, oh, I'm doing a show. And then straight away, he went to see her show. But she's like, I'm doing a show as well. It's a game show. Straight away, he's there watching it. And he was so, he is so funny. He's so funny. Hey, my, the joke, I told it to my partner yesterday. We laughed about it. The one where he's like, where he, um, he, he always has his two good friends, which is Christopher of the past oh. and Christopher of the future. And that his favorite holiday, April Fool, that he pranks Christopher of the future. He was like, you might be like, how does he do it? He's like, I throw my, I throw my keys into the river. Christopher of the future's gonna hate that. I like his one where he got a zero on a test, a school test. He got a zero, and they go, a zero is not good. He goes, what's a zero? It's just a smile that didn't stop. 
so good. So good. Anyway, that was great. So I think watching like watching shows that I would have never seen in my regular life was really a highlight for me. I just I watched so many ones that I was like, what the hell? Tom Walker blew my freaking oh my God, you're head saying off. All my, all my, um, these are all Aussie guys. They're all Aussie so guys. Nice. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, he's I liked so it. funny. The ja- his show was it called was really Jam. Cool. Check out Tom Walker. Tom Walker's so good. I think I said it to him a lot. He would love it. <laughs> that guy, you know who saw his show? This is kind of a nice scoop. Darren Aronofsky. The director went to see Tom Walker's show. I don't know that. He made Requiem for a Dream and he made The Wrestler. He's a big filmmaker. The movie Mother with Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, he DM'd Tom Walker and said, hey, can I come to your show? He asked for a comp. And he liked it? Isn't that crazy? It's so cool. Of course he was going to love it. It's (laughs) such a good show. I haven't seen his Amazon Prime one. And I'm going to watch watch it. What is that one called? Is it called Boo? I think it's called... Very, 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 very. I'm going to throw out one of my recommendations. Really cool. I, I saw some really lovely ones. Um, Paul Williams. Oh, I didn't see it. It was on the same time yeah. as my show. I heard great things. I yeah, really I saw that, that one twice, and it was kind of a bit of romantic with his singing, and he's just a classy guy, yeah. And a lot of running. <laughs> he was running a lot in the show, like running up and down, oh. and he escaped from a straitjacket, and he, there was a lot going on. It was really nice. I saw him do snort. I, I monologued for that one twice. It was so fun. That That's the Kiwi um, improv it's, thing. Yeah, the New Zealand improv. And New Zealanders don't get a lot of respect on the on the world stage. They're considered very stupid, so it's kind of nice for them to. They're considered very I'm surprised stupid. they managed to do the French. How, I don't know how they threw it in the form. They don't <laughs> Because everybody thinks they're very stupid. Oh, th- not only do they think. Oh, they're stupid. Oh, they yeah. are. Kind of a lot of the brains went across the, uh, yeah, landed in Australia. And they're kind of, they're kind of obsessed with us. Kind of, It's a parasocial relationship. Oh, when the brains were divided? When the brains were divided, they just landed. Oh. <laughs> when God was handing our brains. They, there was an extra scoop on us uh, Australians. And unfortunately, they'd run out by the time they reached. Uh, <laughs> so unfortunate. <laughs> that sucks. There was another one, Eli Matthewson. I didn't get to see a show, but he was so good at improvising. I really enjoyed his face. The faces he would make, all of them were great. But again, no need for brains. Um, okay, what were your least your least favorite memories in Edinburgh? I feel like I was um I just feel like my stomach my guts were like I just felt like my stomach was in a knot for a lot of the time. Sorry that I didn't look at you while you said that. And it felt like a vulnerable moment and I looked oh. away. But the reason is because there's oh, coffee burning. Shit. Hello! There's coffee burning. Is that who are you yelling at? Your Anyways, assistant? My assistant, yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. You, your stomach was in a knot. Do you know what I mean? I was, I was like nervous. My stomach was playing up. It was like emotional. My, I just felt like my, I just felt like a weird level of doom in oh. my stomach. And diarrhea. I didn't have diarrhea that much, but I was. I don't know. I had diarrhea for 19 days. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. I was so upset about it. Consecutively or you got like a, yeah. did you it get your so day many off? Days. I got a day off. I got two days off in 19 days. <sighs> it was really bad, but it was yeah. just stress. It was like, that's how stress was. I was so stressed out. Your stomach was in a knot. So that means you didn't poop. I just felt like, it just felt like the West was collapsing <laughs> a bit. All the stuff with the bins, like there was a lot of, like the bin men were on strike for great reasons, but um, there was like rubbish piling up. And then 
also just the whole thing is a little creepy. So that's just, but I love meeting all new people. It's so cool. I remember when I first went in to the fringe, I couldn't believe it. I like emailed my parents. I was like, I met someone from Canada. Like it was so just, it is so cool. That happened to me with, with New Zealand people. I'd never met anyone from New Zealand. This is my first, wait, what was your first one? 20 what? 2016. I got to say, Lara, I did not make a splash. <laughs> Wait, this, what happened? My friend saw the show one night, and as people were leaving, he hold it. He heard an old man say to his wife, "Absolute gobbledygook." <laughs> that was pretty much the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean, gobbledygook? Yeah, just nothing. That was just absolute yobbledy. Yeah, that was nothing. <laughs> this guy cannot get the job done. That's so funny. Yeah. Was it was it similar to this one and like it was like a bunch of stuff or did you have a narrative? I had a picture of me eating an ice cream on the poster and a lot of people, so a lot of kids came because they wanted to see the ice cream, I think. And then also a lot of old people. What time was it at? I think it was too early for me. So maybe it was at like seven or something. Mm. Yeah. And I was trying a lot of stuff. I mean, that's why it's good. And like this year, I was always trying stuff and I would like ride a bike onto the stage. And that's great. I mean, just be like that. It's being weird and you're trying. I think everybody appreciates seeing something that's also like, what? That That's such a nice feeling to see something that you're, that you're just confused by. And you're like, this person chose to make, like there are a lot of decisions <laughs> in this being the end product. That's really fun yeah. to watch. I really enjoy that. Because if people are really baffled, they don't know, they, if people don't know what's happening, they don't know if they like it or not. They're like, I think I might have, I can't tell actually. Did it, wait, are you a, are you a clown? Have you no, studied that? No, what are you that? talking about? I hate clowns. I don't think so. I capture clowns in a net, and, <laughs> I, and I capture them, and I'm trying to get rid of them. Yeah. Oh, it seems like you're trying to get them close to you. I'm by rounding up the them. clowns, getting rid of them, getting these clowns out of town. Taking them where? So no, I like. I know a lot of these goddamn clowns. <laughs> I mean, it is weird. Do, do you go and do that school in France where they go and this old guy is drunk and yells at them? No, yeah. no, I didn't. But I, I keep loving clowns. So that's the thing that I keep like watching clowns. And I'm like, I really like that. That's the thing. I'm, I haven't been exposed to too much stuff, so I haven't watched too much. So everything that I'm watching is like the first time that I see like like Tom Walker was the first time that I saw somebody do mime like that. Like, I'd never seen that before. So I was like, I, I'm like, you can do that? What a fun thing to do. And I want I, I just want to watch it all the time. And I've watched a lot of stand-up because that's what you can yeah. really watch online. I've watched, but like, in where I live, like, we don't have, like, access to that over here in this small town, Amsterdam. <laughs> you don't, you don't really get, like, people don't come out here to do weird shit. In London, you get to see more weird what are you, stuff. Are you going to move to London? I'm I'm um, I'm gonna apply for the visa, and I'm like going in between here and here. I have a really nice thing going on here, and I teach here, and like I have a I have a bit of a community that like we built with my partner, like doing classes, and like there's a really like we're really kind of like making a scene here, and I I really enjoy so cool. it, and it feels like a sad thing to leave. Yeah, it is. It's really it's really cool. Like it really is. And also like every time like you, you, you see people that like they go through our, like we, we get to do a lot of different types of comedy, whatever they go through our class and then they, they kind of like do something weirder or, and then like it makes the scene better. And like, there's a lot of people trying new stuff and like it's, it's growing. And at the same time, like there's a cap, like there's an obvious, like you've done it. 
Like you've done, you did the five years of, like you've done all the things that are possible to do. So it's like either you you make something new, but that's like investment in the scene or you go. And a lot of people leave. And I, I think I, I, I don't think I'll stay forever. I think I'll, I'll do like two years of being between here and London. I'll tell you, like I'm cool in Hollywood, I think. No, I don't know about Hollywood. Yes, what are you talking about? You're going to be in a, probably a movie trilogy, I think. A movie I trilogy? So. Not at one, not at the return. <laughs> not at the revenge to the return. It's just me. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know when they do the fourth one, they always, it's, it's like Home Alone, they get a new, there's a new, per, there's a new kid. They're like, okay, we got a new yeah. Oh, it's not me. <laughs> it's just my name. Um, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'd love to do like that type of stuff. I just want to do stand up for a while. What about you? Are you you're making a animation thing? What? I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm working on some stuff. Don't you worry about me. <laughs> no, I got nothing. Oh. I um. <laughs> I'm gonna try and make some stuff. No, you're doing a cartoon. I don't think so. I made. I was working on a puppet show. I was a writer. A writer on a show with puppets. That's about to come out. Wait, was it a, an erotica fan fiction thing? No. Where do you hear this dirty gutter stuff? <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did that. I did, I did an erotica puppet show. I wrote, I wrote a script for You're it. You're thinking of yourself and your own depraved behavior. I worked on a show <laughs> called Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, and it's like um, about to come out, and I think it's going to be really cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I worked with those guys for ages. Oh, I'm writing that down. Yeah, it's, it's on YouTube. Wait, that's with uh, Charlie Perkins. Yes, Charlie was the producer, and then a guy, Joe Pelling, and this really funny guy, Baker Terry, and then Becky Sloan, who's so cool, and she was also the art director on it, I think, and did like was making all the creatures and Whoa. stuff. It was amazing. Um, it's about to come oh, out. Oh, that's awesome. I'll, I'm going to watch it. I'll send you the links. It's all on YouTube as well, the original ones, because they've been doing it for years. But then I'll send you the, uh, the proper ones. Oh, well, they're not proper ones. But the new, new ones. ones yeah. yeah, send it. Yeah, yeah. Send it. Send it. Cool. Okay. What has changed for you after your win? You seem you seem to be very, um, yeah, you've gone to Australia. You've been driving four-wheel drive cars in Cape York. I don't think I can, I don't even know if I can say what it is actually, but whatever. I, I don't know. I never know. They don't give you clear direction and then they get mad at you when you say stuff. I'm chatty. It's one of my three things. She's chatty. She's and chatty. She drip, drip, she's drip, drip, drip. drip. <laughs> she doesn't yeah. have a hat. Anyways, um, uh, or does she? <laughs> that's that's kind of what I want. That's I want mysterious energy around the hat. Um, I um, she doesn't have a hat. No, I mean, right now I don't know yet. I, I have a. What <laughs> does she? Um, I am. I am. I don't know. I'm gonna do my Soho run that I'm doing in November. So that I'm excited about. Um. I guess what changed is that 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 sold out. I don't know if it would have if it had. Like people don't really know. I don't know if it would have. That that's nice. And I guess I guess like people want to want to talk to me. I haven't had the meetings yet that like follow. And I don't know about them yet. And today is Bree's birthday, so my my agent is off the grid. Oh wow! And so that means I don't know too much. I don't know too much yet. So I don't really know what changed for me. But I think I'm gonna get an agent in the U.S. So that's going to wow. make a big difference in my life. Industry scoop. You have one? Yeah, I do. I've got a guy called Ethan who sends me emails. He's like, hey, nice. man. <laughs> He's like, Nick Kroll's intern's hairdresser wants to talk to you. Pretty cool. Nick Kroll seems like a cool guy. I met him really briefly in America. And you got I asked one? him if they had gelato in America because I wanted to do a routine about gelato. And he's like, yeah, man, we got gelato. 
And then it didn't go well. And I was angry at him. And I was like, man, why did you set me up with that gelato stuff? Why did you sabotage me? Oh, wow. You got beef. I got no beef. Beef with Nicole. Don't, why are you spreading rumors? Seems like you got beef with Nicole. Laura, please don't. I'm going to tweet I'm about actually it. one of the kindest oh, guys. Yeah. I'm considered down. Um, Really friendly and really. What? Okay, wait. I go no, 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 but we gotta ask. Oh, this how is, is your confidence? What has it been good for your confidence? It has been good for my confidence. At the beginning of the Edinburgh Fringe, I had low confidence. At the end of the Edinburgh Fringe, I had high confidence. So I think you could say it was good for my confidence. It was. It was a whole. I went. I went through a. Through enough. This might be bold of me to say, but it's. it's and I went through down. That sounds like your confidence got a little bit of a boost. <laughs> the way I'm talking. <laughs> no. What I will say is I have tweeted since, which I hadn't done in years. So, I mean, that's something to say. It feels. But you know what? It did happen to me that I, I was speaking at the camera on Instagram. And then I was like, what the fuck am I speaking at the camera about? Like, who asked me what's going on? So I don't think it's that good that I wouldn't ask myself that. Anyway, so that's a that's a pretty um, thorough picture. Yeah, I think I've just painted. <laughs> you mentioned these. I think no, it's like I feel like I had really bad shows. You mentioned is that the lows? Is your low when you have a dud show and you're like, Ooh. no, but you know what? It was cool that like even in my bad shows, like I had some bad shows. Like, I think it was the worst times were like when I had bad shows and I had comics that I respected and like that I liked in, and that was like ugh, like I really didn't want to have a bad show where like I couldn't get out of like the the shitty parts because i feel like like if there's a bad show and you can be like hey people what's going on mm. i'm doing like are you what, why don't you like this that was a very that was a wake joke. up idiots and then like if you wake up it, wake up hey, idiots. this is good stuff <laughs> or if you can say that and then they like it when you're like hey dickhead this is good stuff <laughs> then then it's fine because it's like okay like they know that I can be funny or whatever. Like there's a there's a space in between. Like it's not like okay maybe they don't like what I wrote, but they it's not that they don't like me. If they don't laugh at all, that means they just don't like any of the anything. You can't get them back, and that part sucks. And that part makes you feel small and stupid. And I hate that. Obviously, for obvious reasons, feeling small and stupid is the worst. Um, but um, I, I feel like I had maybe like four of like small and stupid shows. But they were they were spread out across enough that I had like I had a win at one point and that sort of like it let me ride on that good thing for a little longer. Mm. That, I think if I would have had like many consecutive lows, which I did the first four shows were consecutive lows. It makes my energy go down and then I'm sad throughout it and I'm a high energy comic so when I'm sad it's awful. <laughs> People are not having a good time. I'm not having a good time. Um, and everyone's like, what's going, why is she so deadpan? My mom's Mexican. My dad, my dad's anti-vax. And, uh, <laughs> I was doing you deadpan. I was trying to do an impression of you deadpan. Oh, it was too long. <laughs> Where you just mime the hat really, really depressingly. Like, <laughs> it's very small. Very small hat. So sometimes you felt small and stupid and sometimes you felt large and in charge. Sometimes. And I think in general, like I did like a couple, well, I did, we, we did those three minutes after that felt good when we did the three minutes in the award ceremony. Oh, I like 11 the in the morning. I like 11 in the morning. I haven't slept very much the night before and I was feeling a little bit sick and tired. And I was like, I don't really know what three minutes is. I haven't done three minutes ever before that. Like people just give you five or seven or whatever. 
Um, and that was cool because it was like I'd been doing it for a month by then. And it felt like I was like, okay, I think this is sort of three minutes and I'm not going to even think about it and I'm just going to go and do it. And it was fine. And that was like, okay, I think I grew because before uh, before Edinburgh, I don't think I would have been able to do it without like sitting in the back of my practicing because I haven't been doing it for that long. And I, like, I'm not so sure of myself that I can just go up and know I'm going to be funny. I, I don't know that. And now I feel a little bit better about it. Yeah. What about you? Had your confidence changed? I think so. I think I struggle with that a lot. And especially, I just, I don't know, you just get into these cognitive behavioral distortions or whatever, where you just, you don't have an accurate view of yourself and what you are as a performer. And sometimes, like, I feel evil. Like, afterwards, I'm like, I'm evil. And that is so weird. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Why? <laughs> Why do you feel evil? I just feel like I'm a bad person and that, like, my comedy is, like, nothing and that I'm, like, wasting everyone's time and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, wasting people's time is a big one. I hate feeling like I'm wasting people's yeah. time. Like, they, they chose to come to see this and this is what they got. Yeah, yeah that's a bad feeling. And also, if I do snap or crumble, <laughs> I mean, I hate crumbling on stage and, like, being like, oh, oh this sucks and I stink and I'm, you know, I'm an asshole and all this you say it? I have done that in the past. You, you but I've been a lot better with that. And especially this Edinburgh, I didn't do that. And I think it was because I had my friends would be in the show as well. So Mark Silcox, who played a hypnotist, he would be there in the show, in, in the audience. That was so good. He's so funny. He was in the audience. And so I was like, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to like have a tantrum in front of Mark. So that helps me a lot, I think, having like a – I mean, they're like friends who I Anchor point. beg to be in the show. And then Paul Paul would have a cameo and this amazing guy, Dan Rath. So I don't want to like... The milk. Yeah, you don't want to be like, yeah, the milk is crazy. And then you just don't want to like let yeah. down your friends by them seeing this side of you where you go, yeah. like, you know, have a wobble or whatever. Um, but it's been really good for my confidence. That's good. And also it's like to have longevity in comedy is so hard. So something like that, like this, where you're like, oh, I won the big prize or whatever. I can do it for another two years without it being embarrassing. <laughs> of course. You can do it. You can do it for as long as you want now, I think. That's always such a thing, huh? Like, the, the, it's like, why am I still doing it? But, like, if they give you if they give you a prize, that's why. And then it's great. Yeah, that's kind of messed up you, in yeah. a way, isn't it? But, also, but, you, but you shouldn't need a prize yeah. to if you're listening to this and you've never won a prize, but don't, that's the, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't. That's not what I'm saying either. But it just feels like there's, whether it's the same way, like it's the same thing. It's like, if like people around you or like friends or like people like it, that's enough also. That feels yeah. like there's little prizes. Those are little prizes. But you need like some, you need wins in between. Because if you're getting all, like, then it's like, you're just suffering. So you, you need little wins and wins can be in the form of prize, but they can also be in the form of like somebody had their best night out or like yeah. somebody had a really fun time. Getting a bit to work that's that a has prize. had a before, the wording, that's a, that's a prize. That's a prize. <laughs> yeah, adding a tag. Falling in love after a show. Falling in love after a adding show. Adding a tag. Yeah, making a child. A child is a prize. I guess we assign meanings, you know. Oh, we got a te we got a message eight minutes ago that says you can start winding down if you'd like. We're just getting started, <laughs> brother. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. We're just getting started. I guess so. <laughs> we're winding up. Yeah, we we're this cycle. This cycle and just your town. You 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 get a bit better be ready for more more kind of chat and uh, what do they call it here banter. <laughs> 
Yeah, banter, sad stuff, sad stuff. Vulnerability in between the banter. All right, let's do it. I've got um last question. Last question. Let's do two. Oh, I've got a question. If you could be interviewed, yeah. this is an interview between us. Would you? Who would you choose to be interviewed by instead of other winners of the prize? If you could uh, um, be interviewed by a different winner of this prize? No, I would have. No, I, I, I want to be interviewed by really? you. Really? I didn't want to be interviewed by anyone else. Yeah, I'm very happy. Holy it's smokes! It, it seems it's fun it's, that it's you. Yeah, no, it's great. You're well, great. I, 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 I'm very I'd happy to be interviewed by Scott Capuro. Don't say it. <laughs> The 1994 winner of best. Oh, I know Scott. I've never met him. I don't know. He he won. He won. Yeah. He won. Know something? Scott Capuro. I I send his video sometimes in class. Um, and I, um, I work because have. Look at this. What have we? Hold on a second. Let me hold on. What do we got here? Oh, you got his book. I mentioned it. Yeah, I mentioned to him. I mean, I mentioned to a friend once, I was like, uh, this guy's coming to Amsterdam. He's very funny. And then my birthday came along and she bought me his book. And I would have never read this book. Could you want to know something? This is a, this is a serial killer book <laughs> that he wrote. <laughs> and it has nothing to do. It, it's called Foul Play. And this, he wrote it when he looked like this. Holy hell. Okay. Now we're talking. <laughs> it's kind of a beautiful black, anyway, he, the beautiful he, black and white headshot of Scott Capuro with kind of um, beautiful, very strong. Yeah. It's basically a recipe for chicken and also a serial killer book. And I read it and um, I was very impressed by myself to read the whole thing because I was just like, I have no reason. But they gave it to me, you know. And um, so now I know a bunch about Scott Capuro and AIDS in the 80s in San Francisco. Oh, my God. They, um, it was a Dry tragedy. Anyway, you can probably be interviewed by him. He no, he I was I was just kidding. I was excited husband. when they said the email. I was like, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't count. I was just getting around, Blaze, Lara, <laughs> forgive me. Um, what I got, Oh no, you ask a question. Do you have another one? If if you had to do a like a completely different kind of comedy show next year, something like you've never done before, what kind of comedy show would you do? Like you have to be, you just have to go, you just got to do something different, mm. different than anything you've ever done. Oh, that's such a nice question. Oh my God. Um, a different style. Yeah. Like it could be a puppet show or it could be a storytelling show or it could be like. Yeah. I would maybe do like maybe a character or something like that. That'd be really fun to see. Yeah. And just try and stick to one. Do you have one up your sleeve? I actually always wanted to do a show where it's a, a warden at a prison and then playing all the different prisoners. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like... That'd be so have good. Have you seen Chicago? You know that how they all sing that song they, about how they killed their husbands? Yeah. Like kind of like that. Like all the different prisoners would talk about why they're in this um, prison. Yeah. I had. I oh, had, my God. That would be so enjoyable. I had this idea in the warden. Let's go, he lets all the prisoners... He releases all the prisoners except for one because he's tired of cleaning their cages. So he releases all of them except for one, his, okay. his favorite. And they get to go to the wild and... And his favorite has to stay with yeah, him. Yeah, they just run off through the cornfields and reoffend. Hey, the thing is that now that you've won, you can do anything that you want next year. You think I can do some really self-indulgent, like just... you can, you can do Chicago, <laughs> the musical played by you. <laughs> One man Chicago. You can do that. 
one month man man chicago uh, and we'd go you think yeah i do get i guess i should think about it. what about you are you first of all are you going to go back next year and what is your plan i think i am going to go back next year um i think 100 i'm going to go back next year i have no doubt in my mind about that actually but um also my whole family is going to come next year they were all like just very much excited about it and everybody i've spoken to about the festival I'm hyping it up so much. I just think it's so amazing. I can't believe not everybody has gone. People who like comedy should, of course, go. Um, so I'm, I was thinking, in reality, first, I was thinking I was going to do another sort of stand-up show. I think I have a lot to grow still in my stand-up. And like I, I, should, I should work on my stand-up and not just like drop it and do a one-woman sketch show, even though I really want to. You got to do it. Um, like, do like, I, I know, but the thing is that I feel, I, I don't know. One thing about that's cool about Christopher Bliss is that he's, like he did it for six years. Like he did like songs and like stand up before he found that he was Christopher Bliss. That's amazing mm. to me. Like knowing that like you could be doing one thing for six years and then all of a sudden you fucking find that oh actually no, I'm this weird character who's like a silly writer. I love that. I think I want to see like maybe if there's something else that I can do that I that I'd like to do. Because I like doing my stand up, but I still like the things that I always like, the things that I like the most are like Tom Walker and Christopher Bliss. And um, and like I love what you do. I love what, what to call what Josh Glank does. And like, I feel like that, if I love that, there's something that I'm not doing that I love. Wow. Um, so I, I'm going to see. Wow. <laughs> it's just so cool. I think your um, enthusiasm for comedy is so cool because I think I'm a huge comedy fan. So it's so cool to talk to someone who has, and I love this. Can I tell the story of you and the USBs? Yeah, that's so cool. You like on the <laughs> didn't you on the street? Someone gave you a, a USB of Rose Matafeo's show, <laughs> like a bootleg. It would be so good if it was on the street, but it wasn't on the street. It was in. It was a guy I knew who who does comedy. He gave me a USB of Rose Matafeo's show, and you know what also was on there? Um, so- Sophie Hagen was on there. Randy Feltface was on there. That's the first time I saw Randy Feltface. God, I love Randy Feltface. Um, did you see a show this year? I didn't get a chance to see it, but I like him a lot. And he came to see my show, the guy who does the puppet, um, and he fell over during the show. The, his chair collapsed. His chair collapsed, and because he's a performer, he was so just like, oh, it's all good, keep going. And I was like, we got to address this. And then he was like kneeling on his yeah. knees, and I was like, this is crazy, because he does that in his show, he's kneeling while he holds a puppet. So I was like, <laughs> he doesn't know how to sit in a chair. He just fell over. <laughs> it was crazy. What? Yeah. It sounds crazy. I had a lot of stuff like that. Oh, but that's really cool. Because I had like Mark. Mark would always bring like a weird friend to see the show. That was like this guy Eric, who was really cool, who's like does a show about submarines. So I'd always have Mark would be sitting next to. This is the, my plant, Mark Silcox. He'd always be there with some weird friend of his. <laughs> he'd, be like, he'd be like, "Can can Adam come?" I'm like, of course, bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> so there always be did these strange did you enjoy people. his show yeah. yeah I mean I've seen it every year he does the same show every single year I cannot believe he does that same show every single year yeah oh it's crazy he's so I, I, I've lived <laughs> with Mark quite a lot in England and his wife is writing a novel and he does not know what it's about what it's crazy he, does he not ask <laughs> I'm like what is Sunday's book about he's he's like I don't know they just watch EastEnders together. I don't know what's going on. They have a different type of relationship. <laughs> They're so, yeah. They're so lovely, I would say. He's lovely. Yeah. I, I was on the same street, so I saw him every day. I did see a show also, but I saw him every day also. What was that? Every day. Okay. 
little hug. Oh. Yeah, that's what we did to each other. Yeah, he's so kind of he's so cool. Every he's day. a true artist. I think. He inspires me with his um, his approach is so pure. I don't know what you would say. Like he does comedy for the right reasons. That's really cool. I'd like to know more about him. I've seen I've seen him do like five minutes at the Moss Club, and like that's a different type of bit that he does, which is really funny. And it's sort of just about like him taking the stand up class, or whatever. Yeah. And it works really well. And then I saw him do that. Which was like, it was just crazy. It was just crazy how he never let you laugh. Like he never gave you <laughs> anything. Like you had to find your own way to like enjoy it. It was so fun. It was so fun afterwards. I suffered it, and I knew I was suffering it. I mean, at least I was. I didn't go with anybody I knew, so I kept being like, like this is it. And I was, <laughs> I was like, I can't believe it's not stopping. When there was nothing, and when he ended, he was just like, thank you. Did and he, he walk to the back? He blew I was up like, the balloon, right? Yes. Yeah. He blew up the balloon. But then he blew up the balloon, and then he was just like, and the lights were all on, and like there was just like. Oh my god! And I ate so many boiled eggs because nobody wanted boiled eggs. <laughs> when uh, in one year I flew him to Melbourne, so you, you got to do Melbourne Comedy Festival. Surely you'll be there. You'll be there, of course. I, I think I am. April. Oh, that's so cool! You are gonna have so much fun. That's gonna be fun. But we flew Mark to be, and we did, I did a show with him one year. It was like a magic show with Paul Williams as well. And Mark was in the show and he played all these different characters. He played a surfer. He played all these different characters. And at the end of the show, he used to do this crazy thing where he'd fill an empty milk bottle with this chemical and then he would lie and it would fly across the room. And we'd be like, is this safe? Um, he'd, light it, he'd, light, he'd, he'd light it and it would fly like, like almost like seeing like an asteroid. It was like, like a rocket. It was like a rocket. And we're like, is this safe? He's like, yes, yes, very much. And then the curtain went on fire <laughs> one night, and one night it flew back and hit me in the face, and I was like, whoa, that is crazy. And then I got home, and I was like, <laughs> I couldn't feel my eye, and then it had burnt off my eyelashes. So I didn't have any eyelashes for a few. <laughs> They've grown back now. What? Thank God. Yeah. Oh, that's really good that they do. I'm always afraid that they don't. They do. Mine did. Maybe they didn't get properly singed off. Maybe if they, like, fully go, they, I don't know. I can't, I'm, I don't want people writing, writing right. in. This guy doesn't know about eyelashes. Okay, anyways. Well, I think we did a good job. To follow all the news about this year's awards, find at Comedy Awards and they on all your social media channels. Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugs your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do, tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. 
slightly sexually compromising position. <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone, a Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel.